you know what it's like to watch like an old film in like that has like really bad CGI. <laughs> sometimes it just makes me laugh, but sometimes Scorpion I'm just King. like, <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the last lockdown pod episode. Oh, I'll start again. Welcome. To- <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. People need to know you messed up. <laughs> you know what? It reminds me of um, that bit in Friends. Do you remember when Chan? That bit you mentioned on the previous episode. Yeah, when, when Chan Chan Lame- a- Yeah, <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> you messed up. <laughs> Oh jeez! All right, this is the bit you don't hear, ladies and gentlemen. The outtakes, okay? Yes. Uh huh. So I'll 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 give it attempt number two, take two. You know, in the spirit of film. Welcome to the Lockdown Yard podcast. This is the last episode of 2021, and my name is Ed. And you know me. My name is Charles. And yeah, this is just going to be a sort of rounding up the year. The kind of movies we found great. Our worst movies of the year, personally, and just discussing, you know, what twenty twenty one has been like in TV and film, and what we're excited for twenty twenty two, I guess. But yeah, I can't wait to get into. It. I'm looking forward to next year. A trailer dropped today, and I want to discuss oh, yeah. it with you. Have you seen you know it? Yet? Indeed. Get into Ooh, it. Get into okay, it. Get into let's it. do it. The Bat and the Cat trailer. Ooh, that came in hard, man. I have not seen a Batman trailer like this in ages. I keep saying that every time I get a new trailer for this film, but each time it brings a new element that I'm not expecting it to bring to the big screen. That is so true. Oh, we've seen, I've seen three trailers for this Batman film coming out in March 2022, so nice and early-ish. And they've all been very different. That first one was very dark. This is the darkest one of the, th- of the, tree, of the three. Bro, um, it was so violent. Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy, was, was it... It had that I am vengeance line, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm justice or something. I'm just I'm justice or I'm vengeance or something. Oh, like that. yeah, something like that, yeah. And he's but just punching the guy senseless. Yeah. Bro, you know how funny it is? Just the sound effect alone can make you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you just remember the context. Who are you and supposed to be? All I remember. Yeah, who are you supposed to be? <laughs> and it's the thing where that was the darkest one and it had the iconic soundtrack that everyone was going crazy off. So is it how'd it go again? Yes. Yeah, man. I like it. I'm I'm very hyped for the vibe though. I saw a lot of different shots and I I can see what they're gonna do. I can predict a bit where they're gonna go with the plot because of the mm. comic book storyline that it kinda relates to. But um, if they do it properly, oh my god, it's gonna be great, man. It's gonna go down in history. Exactly. And what I love about all three trailers is each one has a moment. Like the one from the first one we just mentioned was the I am vengeance moment. The second one had the bit at the end where Penguin thought he got him. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. There was a there was a comparison between him doing that and Robert De Niro doing that. I was like, you, you can kind of see it a little bit. <laughs> it's that like a Italian American kind of accent. Yeah, man. Yeah, I can't man. do De Niro, by the way. I thought you were going to ask me. I can't do De Niro. Ooh, one, one to practice. One to practice. Twenty twenty two goals. Yeah, okay. Let me let me see where I'm at right now. 
Oh, you think my accent is better? Uh. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll come back to that. Um, and the third one, it had the that so you had that riddle from the Riddler. It's like it could be cruel, it could be poetic, and I forgot the third one he said. And Batman said, "Justice. The answer is justice." I thought that was the moment of that third trailer. So, mm. yeah, man, I, I enjoyed all three trailers. I don't want to watch any more because, you know, I have this thing where I've seen enough. Just show me the movie now. Any yeah. more and we've seen. I know it's all out of context and these days they add bits to trailers which aren't even in the film. <coughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. But um, <laughs> You right there? Yeah, yeah, I'm cool, I'm cool. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the film a lot. Don't know if it's going to be as hyped as Spider-Man No Way Home, but, yeah, I'm definitely seeing this on release day. Defo, defo. It's not even to avoid spoilers, just because I'm actually hyped to watch it. Someone mm. can spoil it, and I'll still go and watch it. But don't spoil it for me. Don't spoil it for me. Same here. I feel sorry for Americans, man, because... Um, this movie, again, has been pushed forward in the UK by two days. So like Spider-Man No Way Home, we are going to watch it two days earlier than everyone in the United States. <laughs> well, well, well. How the turns have tabled. I like what you did there. Because <laughs> you turned the table on the words. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know if that was on purpose, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. You know what? I saw a tweet that pointed out something... I don't know, kind of significant to me. So, Batman, as in Robert Pattinson, Spider-Man, Tom Holland, and who was the third? Who was Superman, Henry Cavill, all British British actors. Yeah, they are. Don't know why that's significant, but I was like, damn, fair enough. And you had Christian Bale, British actor, previous Batman, um, before Ben Affleck. It's like the British are just killing it in America. You could say the British are taking over. Oh, they ain't gonna like that one, man. I don't know, man. Don't let Samuel jo- Samuel Jackson hear that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I remember he had this rant about black British actors going over and taking their jobs. Honestly, man. And then the black British actors saying, "This is just the beginning." <laughs> <laughs> you took interest for coming for you. <laughs> and now they brought dancing address. Dancing they brought John Boyega. Mm-hmm. Who's that guy from Harry Potter? The oh, black guy from Harry Alfred. Potter. Alfred. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alfred something. Enoch, I think. I believe that's it. Yeah. yeah Sounds yeah. familiar. Sounds familiar. Rings he was in um, He was in How, How to Get Away with Murder. That's the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So many are just going over. It's, I, find it, I do find it interesting, you know, like all in the auditions. They go through the audition process with loads of American actors and somehow, some way, the British actors just tend to... I don't know if maybe maybe there's a bit of a microscope on them. You know, there might be a lot of roles going into Americans, but whenever British actors get these roles, it sort of gets hyped up more. But yeah, I do find it interesting how many roles they are able to get over, you know, Native Americans with... You know, the natural accents being it, so I don't know. Mm, it's interesting though, I mean, but it's also kind of cool if you're an actor and you can have the option. If you have that much money and you're that popular, you might as well set up a base somewhere else and you can just chill there while you're working at multiple places. I think it's kind of exciting. Like, wouldn't you do that if you were like an actor and you were like, oh yeah, success? You would stay seen, at home. 
Nah, that's the thing. I've seen countless interviews of British actors, regardless of race, skin colour, whatever, saying that you do really have to go to America to do it big. I've heard it from so many actors saying, you can grind in the UK, sure, but the scene is just completely different. There's so many more opportunities in America. A lot of them don't even blow till they go to America. So it just makes sense, man. You go over there, you've left your home. I think it's just in you to just want to work hard yeah, at it. And, exactly, perfect your yeah, craft. Exactly. And it just that sort of extra drive might possibly give them the advantage over those who are already there. It's like, it's like um, you know, you go to uni and for us here, you know, you've been born here and brought up here kind of thing. It's just going to uni for us. But you get people coming from international, you, know, you get international students, I mean, and yeah. Yeah. They just seem to want it more. So maybe it's that kind of situation. But we've gone on long enough. We're here to talk about the best and the worst of 2021. And Mm -hmm. I was looking through movies released this year and TV shows that came out this year. And sometimes, I think I mentioned on the Spider-Man review, I don't realise what has actually come out this year. We had WandaVision. So all of the MCU TV shows came out this year. Yeah. But for some reason, I feel like some came out last year. 2021 and 2020. 2021 and 2020 just had a crazy blend. I mean, we got Wonder Vision pretty damn early. I think we got it in January. And yeah. Jan- and I've always said this, January is the Monday of the whole year. So that whole month, <laughs> that whole entire month, it feels like a whole damn year sometimes. So yeah, I would understand that. But you know, it's all come out this year. And we had a, what, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then we had Loki. And then we finally got, what was it, Hawkeye? We had Hawkeye. It's the oh, what one, if. Yeah. and What If as well, yeah. Yeah, we had What If. We had a lot of Marvel content this year, you know? Yeah, that's not even the name of your films. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a really good year for the MCU in terms mm-hmm. of the amount of content. I think it's the most we've ever gotten in a year, that's for sure. So what would you say is the best of it all? Or of the MCU? The best of the MCU this year and the worst of it. Mm, I would say definitely has to be No Way Home. Come on, like nowhere home was the highlight of for the year of you. No, for it you. was the of course it was the best. It was the best. We it exceeded our expectations as fans. Yes, it was the best. I think of MCU hundred percent. I feel anyway. You might feel that maybe one division is, and that's completely fine. Oh, no, no, definitely not one. One division is not number one for me, but it's it was a good project. It was a slow start, but man, once it got going, the intrigue was there. The mm, intrigue was there. The, the speculation. I can't. Yeah. I can't remember exactly the atmosphere it was online. Everyone was saying, "Oh, this means that." Oh, so Quicksilver. That means the multiverse is happening now. And like, yo, just chill, chill. Said Disney, chill. And <laughs> we got what was it Ralph Bonard? Oh my god, the fake Quicksilver. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's definitely my best. And the worst, hmm. it's gotta be Black Widow. I'm sorry. I knew you were gonna say that. I it knew it. To. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> It's I just, know. yeah. It, what was it? Was it the pheromones thing? That was, oh, why do you remember? Oh, why do you remind <laughs> me of that? Jesus. Um, okay. Okay, so B is going to be that. A is, um, <laughs> it's the fact that I don't feel like it was needed. Like at it was just this too point, late, wasn't it? That's it, what was I was too it was late. too late. It's the only highlight of it was it introduced Yelena. And I think I like her, no, I like her more in the film that I like Scarlett Johansson. 
I feel like she had more presence when she was there at times. I hear you. I hear you. So yeah, that's got to be that's got to be lowest to me. What about you? So my worst, as in this is relative, by the way, because obviously Black Widow, we don't have the highest opinion of it, but going by your average movie standards, it's still a decent film. If you yeah. put it against some actual bad movies outside super, the superior world. Oh, I've got one. I've got one in the chamber. I will praise Black Widow compared to this one, but I'll let you go what, first, bro. Is there, a clue, is there a clue to yours, a superhero film? Yeah, it is. Is it Thunder Force? It is Thunder Force. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want my time back. I want my time back. Oh, I my could, God. You know some films where you're watching it and it's so bad that you ask yourself, so this, how did this get approved? Like, so many people work on the film. You know, the credits roll and you see long list of names, a really long list of names. It has to go through so many people. And this is what they came out with. Like, midway, you didn't realise this kind of sucks. Midway? O- Octavia Mid- Spencer did, couldn't be bothered for that. Bro. <laughs> Octavia Spencer, Oscar. I'm sure she's Oscar winning, right? I feel like she is. Yeah. Octavia Spencer. She's talent. She's Oscar caliber actress. She just couldn't be bothered. You can see it on her face in this film. Oh. She couldn't be bothered. Bro, I just gave <laughs> up. I gave up. I was like, nah, nah, yeah, right. nah, nah, nah. That movie wasted my time. I totally agree with you. So yeah, Black Widow compared to that, yeah. Oh, Black Widow was a masterpiece. It was a masterpiece. <laughs> it really was. I want to sure. watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, in terms of my worst one in the MCU, it would be, yeah, I say, again, relatively, but Black Widow, for the same reasons as you, I just felt it was too late, and that just didn't really interest me too much as a project, to be honest. And after watching it, I was like, yeah, nothing really amazing to see here doesn't even really have a place in the MCU, if I'm being honest. But yeah, it was cool they gave her a movie. So yeah, I guess it's, it seemed like a tick box exercise for Marvel trying to do the whole female-led superhero film thing for mm. me. TV shows, ah, What If was very hit and miss for me. Some episodes were great. Like the best episode for me was the penultimate one of the series with um, the evil Ultron. When when Owatu was like catch these hands, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the Strange Supreme episode was good as well. That was a really good episode. Oh, that was dark. I love that episode. That might just be one of the darkest things the MCU's produced so far. I think. I think it's just very tragic. The ending, mm, for sure. You don't get that much in MCU. Kept killing his wife over and over again. He just mm. couldn't save her no matter what. And yeah, that was sad. And then he has some really weird episodes where it's just like, yeah. I think for a good two or three episodes, I almost tapped out because I was like, ah, it's, it's, it's kind of average. But mm. and I, I think I told you I don't like what they did with Thanos throughout that whole series. They just yeah. undermined him in the biggest way. Yeah. Slicing him in half. I mean, that was a that was a cool moment. But at the end, I was like, man, before this, they, <laughs> did you see episode two or three? Was it the T'Challa episode? Yeah, the T'Challa episode. Yeah, when yeah. he was like a good guy. Yeah, and I was like, oh, so you just told us, you know, have you seen uh, those how it should have ended things? It felt like that. It felt like a how it should have ended cutaway. Yeah. And I was like, you can, you can have Infinity War and Endgame, or you can have that What If episode. I was like, ah, come on, man. Mm. 
So yeah, what if was hit and miss for me? Wasn't my favorite, and I'll be honest, a few of those TV shows they weren't amazing for me. Again, no, no, episodes no. were hit and miss. Loki mm-hmm. had some great moments, but it wasn't consistent. Same with Falcon and the Winter Soldier had some great moments, but wasn't consistent. Um, Hawkeye, for me, Hawkeye wasn't great, man. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hawkeye uh, might have been the worst of the TV shows, if I'm being honest. How come? This, this, apart from Kingpin, what they did to Kingpin was nothing short of criminal. <laughs> that guy was a clown, man. I and they topped it off with the Hawaii shirt. The, the Hawaii shirt is comic book accurate. I know, but it was the TV show it made him a clown, man. Yeah, they, they that wasn't the same Kingpin that we both saw in Netflix, Daredevil. And that is my problem. Coming off that Kingpin we saw in the Daredevil series, the same Kingpin that says, I'm not here to threaten you. No, I'm here to kill you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and, when I was a boy. Yeah. We start off a story like that and he would just bring it back to a point. You are not going to leave this organization. You are going to stay. <laughs> Listen, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin in my opinion, he falls in the same caliber as the Hugh Jackmans as Wolverines, the Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool. Mm, just he's just made. Made for it. He's perfect, man. The voice, everything. He's just perfect. And he's a great yeah. actor as well. So, yeah. But that, we didn't feel like we got that in this finale. At all. That was just, I don't know. It was I cartoony. We just said he was like cartoony. It's proper cartoony. And I'm sorry, but. What made less sense was how they gave him super strength in this one, but lost to Kate Bishop. He punched her so many times. This is Bro, a regular I... teenage girl. He punched her so many times. Her bones should be broken to smithereens. <laughs> Bro, she was there was a plot armor around her. I swear he pushed he shoved her so far. Um so so far that um he went into like a toy house and I also was like feet coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man. So, yeah, I just wasn't a fan of that Hawkeye series. It was like, it wasn't terrible again. In the grand scheme of things, it's not terrible, but relatively, it's decent at best. Decent mm. at best. And I don't know, Hawkeye being stuck in a Christmas tree. You're Hawkeye, man. I know. Please. You were running through a battlefield in Endgame. You're stuck in a tree now. Nah. You see those theories going around that that was the same tree Peter Parker was swinging around at the end of... um. It was the end of uh, No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, no, but I can see it. I can definitely see it. But why would mm. he be swinging by and not like? I mean, I'd... it wasn't at the same swinging... time. It wasn't at the same time. It was just like, oh, that's a cool little detail. It's the same oh, yeah. same I mean, place. So, yeah, yeah. You could easily say that. I think. Yeah. The only but, thing I yeah. really liked about Hawkeye, though, I'll just say that because we're talking about Hawkeye, is just mm-hmm. Yelena and Kate. Some people might say it was a bit too MCU or too quippy, but I think it was kind of cool. I, I was like, I wanted to keep talking. I wanted to have a TV show together or something. That might be nice, you know. Because I like, uh, I like, I like that buddy. Well, it wasn't a, exactly a buddy cop <coughs> kind of like vibe, enemies kind of thing. Yeah, you can sense, you can sense that. I like the bit where he's like, "Stop, stop making me like you." Like, I'm sorry, sorry I can't, can't help it. Yeah, <laughs> I love complimenting. I love it when people compliment each other during a battle. Some sometimes when it's done right, I'm like, oh, that kick you gave me is good. That suplex you gave me was pretty mm. good too. Oh, yeah, stop making me like you. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's what it was. It was too. There was no level of threat in the whole show. No, bro. When From she the tra- slapped the tracksuits. <laughs> oh goodness, oh, sake. yeah, the, the slaps. Tra- 
Oh, yeah, the slap in the elevator was just funny to me as well. But yeah, the tracksuits. No, and apparently they're also comic book accurate, by the way. So yeah, 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 yeah. bro. The, when I shook my head so many times when they were in the scene, the scene where um, who was it? Um, Ronin he shot the arrow into the car and the gangsters, and they read and they read the note that was attached to the arrow. It said, "To Echo, find me at the place where your father died." We are not Echo. Oh, shut up, man! <laughs> oh, shut up. That's dumb. And then there's you. <laughs> Okay, that's my little mini rant over. I know, I know. I didn't mean to rant about Hawkeye like that. It's a dec- I do find it a decent show. I'm not. It's one I won't be watching again, but it was a. Uh, it was decent, you know. So I just wish I saw a bit more of Ronin, as in what happened over the years. The, the five years everyone had disappeared. Bro, I'm telling you, I was looking forward to more Ronin content. Yeah, exactly. Missed opportunity. So yeah. The tone and everything was just a bit off for me, but Ooh. the show's done now. It's done. Okay, one last thing, and it's not a criticism or anything. It's just sort of a little detail, because you and me are very interested in this like aspect of the MCU. When Yelena got blipped, what did you think of the whole scene? Because we theorized what it would be like for like people coming back. It was so seamless the way they did it. I loved that scene. I right? loved that scene. That was the first time we saw it like that. So the closest we had was... In, oh, in the name, uh, Monica Rambo. Yes, Monica Rambo. Well, she we, we all we saw was her reappearing, mm-hmm. but we'd never seen it from the perspective of someone who was blipped and that they dusted and came back instantly. Yeah, I don't know why they did the walls like that. Though. Did you see how the wall, the painting on the walls were a bit? They're just peeling away and stuff like that. I don't know why yeah, they because, did that. Yeah, because the time changed because the wallpaper changed over five years, so it was showing that transition of time for us. And but they made it look like the wall had, <coughs> had also reappeared as if it had been blipped. That was the only weird thing, but I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Mm, mm. Uh, oh, yeah, my best, sorry, my best MCU project. Oh, I do love Spider-Man No Way Home, but I also did really enjoy Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. I can, take, I can take No Way Home home, and you can take Shang-Chi home. Cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. I rewatched it recently with my family and I realized, yo, this was a good film. I liked it, enjoyed it. Mm. People some people hate that ending, it got too fantasy for them, but for me that was just amazing. <laughs> so You were there yeah. for it. I was there for it, man. I was there for it. So yeah, Shang-Chi enjoyed that a lot. Not a perfect film. Not a perfect film, but yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. The action. I remember coming out of it. And thinking, yeah, this is some of the best action we've got in the MCU, for sure. Like, I haven't felt like you had this kind of hand-to-hand combat since uh, Winter Soldier. So, yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna. That's a good point. But I was gonna say, like, the little detail that I found out when I was um, watching, like, the special features, like the choreography of the fight on the bus was slightly inspired by Jackie Chan. I was like, I loved that detail. I loved seeing that in the, in the superhero film. The jacket nice. part where he like took the jacket off and he was like, I'll punch you here, put a jacket on, kick you over there, combo. Yeah, Jackie Chan. I love the inspiration there. 100%, man. 100%. And uh, I really love that opening scene with the fight between his dad and his mom. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's the... like a, it's like dance fighting almost. Yeah, I was going to say it's kind of like a dance they do. Yeah. But yeah, man, I enjoyed Shang-Chi and. Yes, as I said, good good year. Good year for the MCU, solid year. Not the best year we've had. What was the best year? 
the best year is. I Surely they say twenty twenty. The Infinity War year was great, though, wasn't it? Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the biggest year. The biggest year. Okay, yeah. That's the that's the word. Best year. This year is the best year in terms of you know, the amount of content and consistency. Like, I remember there have been some years where I've been, oh man, there's what a four month gap until the yeah. next thing. We didn't have that this year. No, this year we had. We had a nice like, steady flow of stuff. So nah, yeah. we had like a few weeks of normalcy, and then we had it. Here's the new show. Exactly, exactly. And special shout out to Eternals because Eternals, for some reason, is the lowest rated um, MCU project. Just period. Hmm. But I watched it, and I just couldn't. Un- Do you remember before we watched that, we saw a lot of noise, very divisive yeah. um, critics uh, criticisms of it, and yeah, I just I watched it. I just didn't understand. Or the bad noise. I, I enjoyed the project, so yeah, man. I heard a lot of people just got bored with it because they were like, "This is kind of like slow." But I guess that it's they different. Weren't. It's just different, yeah. It's different, and it wasn't for me. It wasn't slow. I don't know. Maybe this is one of those films. Is um, I go against the grain on this one, but I I really did enjoy Eternals. Definitely one of my favorite projects of the year. So yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. Veering out of the superhero world, what were some of your favorite films this year? Okay, number. Well, I'm not going to do number and ranking. I'm just going to say on top of my head. Yeah, just say the Suicide Squad. The Suicide. Oh, I said. I was like, it's veering out of the superhero. I went. I guess I meant the MCU world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Cross. No, I have to talk about the Suicide Squad for sure. The Suicide Squad. It, it bombed at the box office. Ugh. Yeah, I don't care about the box office. I care about the film. Mm. I'm not taking the box office home. Yeah, this film was good. Like seeing Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn again, and they did something different with her character. They gave her more like development, and that whole mo- that particular that monologue that she does when she shoots that guy, I felt that. I felt like that was so that was done really, really, really well. I hadn't seen anything like that from Margot Robbie. So that was definitely a standout moment. But the whole mm. cast was just good and the vibe of the film. I loved it. And the title sequence, um, transitions, I loved that too. The comedy, the the violence as well. It was all good. It was all blended really well. James Gunn did a great job with that film, I think. I agree. I agree. It was a very enjoyable film. I do love this rendition of Harley Quinn. It's probably the best rendition we've had of Harley Quinn in the whole DC universe so far. Um, John Cena. I was John so Cena. happy with that John Cena character, man. Mm-hmm. Peace, peacemaker. Peacemaker. He's even getting his own show, isn't he? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But this was probably John Cena's best role I've seen him in, for sure. Mm, 100%. I've seen him in other projects, and I was like, he's good, but I don't know. Like, the Bumblebee film... Which I really enjoyed. It's kind of like a bit cartoony in that, and that I can tell the role wasn't really meant to be that of someone who was meant to be so cartoony. So he kind of missed the he kind of missed the assignment in that one. But in this yeah. one, I thought he was perfect as Peacemaker, and I can't wait to see him in in his own show as Peacemaker. Looking mm. forward to that. Well, yeah, I agree. Enjoyable film. Yeah, I've watched that multiple times and. I don't always focus on it like like for the plot. Sometimes it's just I just know I'm enjoying it. No matter what point I check it at, I'm just like, yeah, this scene's coming up. Yeah, this scene's coming up. Oh, the javelin scene. Yeah, I'm, I can watch it anytime. 
I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah, definitely one of the better films of the year, outside the MCU, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, What about you? This year, I really enjoyed that King Richard film with uh, Will Smith. That was a really good film. I enjoyed that a lot. Mm. I knew snippets of the Williams sister story before, but it was really good to see it dramatising. And I did the thing afterwards where I did the, you know, through truth versus fiction thing. And it was really cool to see how accurate some of it was. And the advantage, I guess, Will Smith had with this one was there, were, there was a lot of footage of, um, you know, the Williams sisters growing up, their training with clips of their dad that he could go off. And yeah. it was cool to see how accurate it was. And we talked about that one scene where Venus was doing the interview and then he sort of interrupted yeah, the interview was being in the guy's face. Yeah, go yeah. up in the guy's face, man. <laughs> Shut him down, control the situation. Yeah, that scene was just spot on. So, yeah, man, I really enjoyed that film a lot. Um, what other films did you... What were your other highlights of this year? For me, definitely A Quiet Place 2. Oh, yeah, I was going to say yeah. that has to be on your list somewhere. A Quiet Place 2 literally, quite literally continues where the last one... Uh, left off and yeah same same level of quality yeah it did didn't it mm. it was literally one of the rare sequels that actually worked just perfectly I think mm. it's seamless same quality same everything it's just really good it didn't fall off it's so easy to watch it as a, as a duology just go straight from one to two and you won't feel like there's a drop off in quality or anything no. it's just same vibes it's really if anything good the stakes are higher and the the actors are just acting proper, mm. proper, and the creatures are just as threatening in the situations they find themselves in. But it doesn't do it like over the top. It keeps it level, which is good. Sequels don't always do that, you know. They always try to go bigger, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what was some of your other faves of twenty twenty one? Ooh, okay. I'm gonna get away from superheroes now. Um, Last night in Soho. I recently watched that, and that definitely just makes it to the top because the the cinematography, bro, the mm. cinematography was. Well, you know, amazing. it's got our guy Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. When it comes to cinematography, Edgar Wright just doesn't miss. Man, the cinematography, the soundtrack was amazing. The actresses, um, the lead actresses, and Matt Smith as well. Um, he was also very good in his role. I did see the twist happening because I was just aware of the fact that we don't know what this woman's name is, like the mm. landlady. So I was like, okay, well, that's just something you kind of should clear up with someone <laughs> if you're going to live with them. But I was like, okay, no, I want to see where this goes. I want to see where the murder comes in because I saw that in the trailers. And yeah, mm. the lighting, the neon, the the costume design as well. Bro, I think it should get a nomination at least for the costume design of this film. Really? I think so, because I think the aesthetic really fit really well. I mean, you know, with, with competitors like Dune in there, it doesn't stand a chance. I'll, but I'm not yeah. saying it's going to win. <laughs> I'm just saying it's worth a nomination. Don't get twisted, Dune. I'm still rooting for Dune to win. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what else I'd nominate this for. Um, I, I saw that film. I saw last night in Soho, and I liked it. But a few people I knew hated it, you know. Why? It's quite div- it's quite divisive in that sense. They just said it was rubbish. I don't know if they went in with different expectations, but I went in with a clean slate. I didn't expect anything. I didn't know anything about it, and I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Um, 
you know, I'm a fan of Edgar Wright films from his Cornetto trilogy mm-hmm. with Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. I haven't seen Hot Fuzz, you know. Oh, at World's End. You haven't seen? Oh, no. <laughs> you, you're going to love Hot Fuzz. Definitely oh, watch yeah, it. Man. I've learned to stop saying, oh, no, when people haven't seen films because all it means I is I, I you don't get think to you see ha- it. I don't think you have, bro. <laughs> I'm, lear- I said, I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay, I'm learning. I'm learning. Because all it means it. is... Look back a few seconds. <laughs> I'm, learning, I'm learning from that. <laughs> I'm learning from that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... All it means is you get to watch something for the first time again, mm. which I won't get to do. So the last film you told me to do that with, I fully enjoyed it. Was Catch Me, Catch Me If You Can. And I yeah, said, I, could, I couldn't believe you hadn't seen that one. Yeah, and that yeah. was like, wow, this this is good. This is really good. This is underrated. There's so many films I'm sure we we just haven't seen in history that we just have to see because we're missing out on some greatness out there. But mm-hmm. uh, Hot Fuzz, you you enjoy. You like you like Shaun the Dead, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. There's a classic, I think. Did you see it at World's End? Oh, sorry, the World's End. Uh, yeah, I've seen it when it was on film for I think once. Mm-hmm. I got the main plot. It was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you will love funny. Hot Fuzz for sure, one hundred percent. And there are a few callbacks to stuff that happens in Shaun the Dead. So you you have fun picking up those Easter eggs, but okay. Yeah, last night in Soho, I can see why that will be on your your favorable list. Mm. Um. All right, let's get on to some stinkers. Some stinkers in this year. Oh, some stinkers. So we had Thunder Force. What's the other one? Oh. I unfortunately graced my eyes on the new Space Jam film. And oh, you did. You took the bullet. I didn't do it because I heard uh, it was dog. It was dog. <laughs> this film was dog. Oh. <laughs> oh, my days. How bad was it? Was it any part that was good? No. Oh no, God. man. I was just watching it, and again, I was like, man, these actors really need this payday. Like, <laughs> you know, again, you were watching the film, it's like someone had to watch this from start to finish and approve it, and they did. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it just wasn't great. I'm sorry. It wasn't great. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I only saw one scene from it on the internet. It was when it was Michael B. Jordan It was instead of Michael Jordan. I was like, nah, if that's the best part you have to show me, I'm good. I've seen the best it part. Is. It wasn't good, man. Just wasn't get good. out of here. Very, very, very forgettable film. And you know what? I appreciate that first one even more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And I'll do another stinker because I think I won't have any more stinkers after this unless something comes to mind. But that Snake Eyes film wasn't good. Oh, you watched that? that? Yeah, it was not good. It was bad. It was a bad film. It was terrible. Yeah, and you're absolutely correct in what you heard. It wasn't good. And there's one particularly horrendous bit where you actually had the real life giant snake come out, and I'm like, oh. wait, in the snake? Wait, what? In the snake what? eyes? Yeah, it was weird. It got really fantastical, and ah, uh, just yeah. This is this was not the snake eyes film I was expecting from the initial announcement of the film. If you just ignore this film, the best rendition we have of Snake Eyes is from the actual G.I. Joe films. There. So, mm. yeah, man. Fair enough. Didn't like that film. Both stinkers, waste of my time. Sorry. Yeah, we move. We move. Um, I have one more, and I can't remember what I said about it in the previous episode because it was so long ago. 
coming to America. I watched it again recently, uh, and oh my goodness, it was. So I remember nice. enjoying this. Like I, I don't know I what know. it was. I, I enjoyed parts. <laughs> I know. I think I was just. I think at the time I was just like hyped up. This is the problem. This is the thing with uh, with um um what's it called um with hindsight. Like oh yeah, it's just like yeah, you can get swept up in the moment and you remember it better than you actually is, and then you just watch it again and you're just like, oh god, why they butcher a classic for? Hindsight, man. Hindsight is it's a wonderful thing because it can go either way. There'll be a film where you thought was amazing at first and then on rewatches you're like, yeah, that kind of sucks and then vice versa. Oh, it was that fucking tiger. It was that shit on <laughs> looking ass tiger. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so my bad. I, hate, I hate bad CGI. I hate it. I hate it. You know what? The, the one bit that makes me laugh in it was the clear stunt double. <laughs> oh, big time, man. <laughs> uh, what was... Which scary movie film? I, I don't know if it was actually a scary movie film, but um, Anna Faris must have arrived somewhere on a motorbike and then it was a black stunt double. And she's a she's a white woman and it's a, this big hench black don. Arrives on a motorbike. I said it was meant to take the uh, piss out of stunt doubles. I don't know if you remember that scene. It was in one of the scary it? movie films. Not one or two, was it? It was like one of the later. No, ones. It was three or four. But it was nah. hilarious. It's basically meant to be Anna Faris arriving on a motorbike, but they wanted to make it so clear that it was a stunt double. <laughs> they made oh, a, a black guy do it, and then they switched back to Anna Faris immediately taking her helmet off. <laughs> As if it was her. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> they're, they're, they're dumb for that. They're dumb for that. But yeah, that yeah, uh, that was not a good film in hindsight. But we move. <laughs> we move. We move. <laughs> we, we got something in the end, I suppose. Ugh, mm. But there are some that just really waste your time. They truly do. Um, I haven't got one in mind. I was just saying a point. Mortal Kombat wasn't good, was it? Okay, here's the thing, right? I don't. I didn't like it. I know very little about the story of Mortal Kombat. So Same. from what I got, I understood. It had its moments, it. right? It had its moments. It had some moments. Yeah, like like uh, the guy with the laser eye. I I know nothing. I don't know his name. Kano is his name. Kano, the guy who was like really rude and obnoxious and stuff. The guy who was like, I think he was Australian. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. The yeah. Australian. I think he was Australian. But yeah, he was he was the he was the only standout for me. Everyone else is kind of like, yeah. I did get the reference of like, get over here. Like I got that. Mm. But, mm, I it made me want to go back and watch the originals because a lot of my friends said that there's nothing. It's nothing like the originals, like in terms of the story. Yeah, I think they have a nostalgia filter on for the old ones, but I, I look past it. You know what it's like to watch like an old film in like that has like really bad CGI. <laughs> Sometimes it just makes me laugh, but sometimes Scorpion I'm just King. like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, Scorpion King is bad CGI. It's is Scorpion King the worst CGI you've ever seen? No, there's more. There's there's more. I wish. I mean, in Hollywood, you're not not counting Hollywood films. We, Nollywood, bro. We have to do an episode of Nollywood. We have to do an episode of Nollywood. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Um, but I think most of the bad CGI I've seen in like Western Hollywood films, it's been because it's, the technology has been limited. But some of it's really bad. Like in Dune, the original Dune, I watched that. I showed you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so bad. Oh no, I forget. 
okay, not exactly forgive. Maybe that's not the right word, but yeah, I can I understand all exactly. the things. Exactly, yeah. So can I. But it's still bad. <laughs> you know what? The way I mark it is, if, it's, if it was released after the Lord of the Rings trilogy and you still have bad CGI, then there's no excuse. Because the CGI in Lord of the Rings, a lot of it, like the vast majority of it holds up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Balrog scene could have been released yesterday and I'll be like, that's great CGI. Oh my gosh. Imagine so, if it was produced today. Yeah. How clear that would be. And it's already clear as hell now. Exactly. Oh. So that's my marker. If it was released after 2003 and the CGI is still bad, then yeah, that's no excuse. Especially mm-hmm. if I know the film had a, a nice budget. Like the Scorpion King. Like that the came Scorpion. after the success of The Mummy, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the CGI like, was bad in The, in the Mummy 2. <laughs> no, I mean The Mummy 2. The Mummy 2, not The Mummy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But by that point, they had money from the previous <laughs> film, so yeah, come on. and it ran out. <laughs> <laughs> it ran out. <laughs> it was that remind me of that scene in Friends where Joey goes off to this, <laughs> this actor, he, he gets a role and then he turns up one day and then the director's like, yeah, there was a money problem. We don't have it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that that was bad. Some bad CGI. Just get out of here. But yeah, apart from that, I don't have any other films in mind that were stinkers. I know critics really tried to get that Red Notice film out of here. But then I watched it and I enjoyed it, so yeah, yeah, that's because that's you, man. That's you. Well, did you did you like? Do you not like uh, Red Notice? Did you watch it? I liked it. I liked it. I'm saying that's you. That's just you. That's your opinion. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I've noticed that a lot recently. And Rotten Tomatoes, whether the critics don't like, I like, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe the critics are just going crazy or something, but. Yeah, what film? What film surprised you this year? So you it um, subverted your expectations. So maybe you had Ooh. high hopes for it, and then it was trash, or vice versa. You can give Ooh. an example of each if you want. That's a good question. You know, That's I've got very... one. I've got one. I can start off with if you need time to think. Yeah, about yeah, you go. You go. That's a good question. I cool, like that. Cool. For one where I had low expectations, but it actually ended up being really good was mm-hmm. Free Guy. Free Guy, I saw Ooh. the trailer. Yeah. And I just thought, oh. I literally just sighed inside. I was like, ah. Oh. You know when you can feel a film's going to be bad from mm-hmm. what it's about, and it's like, oh, it's going to be one of these films. It's going to be one of these films. Yeah, one of the ones that just is just, ugh, it's going to linger for a bit longer on one joke. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that actually helped going into the film because I expected the worst. Mm-hmm. And I started watching it. I was like, this isn't bad. I was watching it. I was like, okay, cool. This is not bad. And I ended up enjoying it. Ryan Reynolds, again, was Ryan Reynolds, as he is in most of his projects these days. He's found his niche, mm-hmm. and I respect it. So, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Free Guy. And I've been hearing talks of a possible sequel, which I don't know how I feel about that. But, yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Vice versa, a movie I had high expectations for, which ended up being a bit of a dud. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unfortunately, that Spencer film, 
So, oh, yeah. I was hearing a lot of, you know, talk of Oscar buzz for Kristen Stewart. And don't get me wrong, she's a really good actor in this, but that film just wasn't what I was expecting. It was just kind of dead. <laughs> <laughs> I told you before, it, it kind of reached into this kind of weird indie kind of feel and got fantastical at times a lot of weird visions and I thought it was going to be a grounded biopic but it wasn't so yeah off the top of my head those are two that that come to mind as you know this wasn't what I expected in a good yeah. and bad way I, I hate that I like those ones those are good ones mm-hmm. um I have two mm-hmm. that uh succeeded my expectations even though they were lowered um cool. let's start with the first one the hitman's wife bodyguard I enjoyed that. Yes, same. I I, same. I really enjoyed that. I had no expectations. I thought it would just be kind of the same thing. But it was the same thing with Salma Hayek. And Salma Hayek brought something different. I wasn't I I don't remember the last time I've seen Salma Hayek in a film, but I liked her addition to the group and I loved the fact that at the end of it they in some twisted way they ended up adopting Ryan Mel. <laughs> that that bit was hilarious. <laughs> that bit was hilarious. I love. I actually love those that um, duology of films: the Hitman mm. wife, the Hitman's bodyguard, and the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. They're yeah. very enjoyable and rewatchable. Yeah. And they know exactly what they are, and it's calm. But something else I found out, or just saw online, it was something funny. It was like you've never seen Samuel Jackson kiss anyone on film. Like properly, if you think about all the films he's been in, you've never seen him kiss someone. In some that of the- is true. I was like, yo, what? No. And you know what? I guess for if it's the first time on screen, Summer Hayek, not yo, bad. Yo. <laughs> and Samuel. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I agree with you. I enjoyed those films. And you know what? I didn't actually have bad expectations of that. I, I actually knew the critics weren't going to dig this one. I just mm. knew the crit- some some films you just know the critics aren't going to dig, but you know you already know they're going to be completely wrong about it. But yeah, I enjoyed that the first one a lot, and I knew the second one was going to be a, a vibe. So yeah, man. Yeah, uh, that's my first one. The second one, um, I think it was coming straight off like uh, Justice League, Army of the Dead. I think the hype for Zack Snyder hyped that film up a lot more. Yeah, but it was okay. I saw different. He did it in a different way, like the zombie showing them. The zombie tiger was obviously very cool. Mm-hmm. CGI, he was good when it came to some of the close cells, but sometimes it's a bit shaky, but I'm not going to be a critique like that. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was calm. I, I like I like zombie films, but when they're intelligent and they're fast, <sighs> I'm not involved. Listen. And they're facing a horde. Mm-mm-mm. I know, man. I know. <coughs> yeah, to be honest, that probably falls under the... Because, you know, I like my zombie films. So I do have a higher standard for zombie films. And I didn't quite enjoy Army of the Dead as much as I wanted to. I think I do need to rewatch it. I've only seen it once. So maybe it will age well with me, but... Coming off the likes of um, 
Oh yeah, what, well, what is your what is your what do you rate as like the best zombie film for you? For you, the best zombie film or just best anything with zombies? Mm, anything with zombies. Okay, you know I split into two. So best TV mm. show, obviously Walking Walking Dead. There you go. Yeah. The best movie. So this might not be everyone's best, but it's personally my favorite rendition of zombies being on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, what was he? A lot of people say, say Shaun of the Dead, which I I agree with that, and I also agree with people who say Twenty Eight Days Later. I mm. definitely see, you know, those are great films. But my personal favorite, I, I just love World War Z. Just I again, it. Fast Zombies, terrifying. Fast Zombies, man. the pilot scene. Special mention to I'm Legend. Oh yeah, shout out, definitely, definitely, definitely. But yeah, that pilot scene, man. Whew, that is scary. That was a scary thought. I think yes. that's the earliest time I've seen it. And then I've seen it. It's the fact um, that done. these zombies. Mm-hmm. I was, no, sorry. I said I've seen it done in like um other things as well. Like since seeing it in World War Z. Yeah. But yeah, what were you going to say? Yeah, that's the thing. So uh, I was going to say, yeah, those zombies are terrifying because, you know, they have no conscience or anything. So once they see you and decide they're gonna eat you, that's it. There's no there's no second choice or anything. Nope. You're finished. You apart gone. from that. Have you ever seen that alternate ending, by the way? A bit of a tangent for I Am Legend. Uh I've I've heard of no, I think I might have seen it. I've read about it and I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where the zombie actually has some sort of intelligence and, he and comes speaks. To get his, he comes to get his uh his mate. Yeah, his wife, or whatever. Yeah, I'm glad that wasn't the official ending. That one just yeah. I'm glad too. I'm glad too. It was already a bit of a weird thing where they tried to make that that lead zombie. They gave the zombies a kind of leader. Did you see? Do you remember there that? Were, there was some kind of hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah, that that one zombie leader who seemed to be a bit more intelligent than the rest, and I kind of dug it, but it wasn't really consistent because. Why aren't there more leaders like that? Anyway, it is mm. what it is. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Army of the Dead doesn't rank very high in my zombie film hierarchy, unfortunately. I'll rewatch it. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna rewatch it. I've made it a point to because I do give tend to give zombie films a second chance because it's one of my favorite types of films. So yeah, mm. and this one I actually thought of a third film, which unfortunately I had high expectations for. That didn't quite live up to it, and this might this might annoy people. I'm sorry, but <sighs> James Bond, No Time to Die. The gasp. Why? I had high expectations for it. Coming off Spectre, so Spectre wasn't great, and I thought, you know, they learned their lesson. And it wasn't No Time to Die. wasn't again. Similar to Black Widow in the grand scheme of things, it's not a bad film. But considering this was going to be the big send-off, I just didn't dig it, man. The villain, he went full Rami Malek. <laughs> <laughs> you never go full Rami Malek. Yeah, he's got this, you know, that actor style that people kind of meme Rami Malek for, where he, where he does his lips and he sort of stares a certain way and... It's just weird. His villain didn't really work for me in this film, and it did bring it down a bit for me. But I guess yeah, as a send off for James Bond, it was 
decent. Well, mm. a send-off for Daniel Craig's James Bond, it was decent, but I just couldn't help feeling a bit underwhelmed afterwards. I want, you know, sometimes you, you see a film that's so hyped up and afterwards you want you so bad, you want so bad just to agree with everyone saying this was great, but it's just in you. You're just like, nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just couldn't do it. Can't help it, man. Mm. You like what you like. You like what you like. Oh, and I thought of another one, which we'll both agree on this one because we actually done an episode on it. I okay. have a guess. This And this is a bad one. That came out this year. Came out this year. Uh, the clue is it's part of a big franchise. Uh, you know what? Nah. We've done a lot of episodes, bro. Which one is this one? The first nine. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, the first why would you bring nine that up? Film. That wasn't good, man. Oh, that was trash. That was, that was trash. trash. Oh my now, god. Now, did you have a, did you have high expectations for this? Hell no. I just knew it was gonna be big and ridiculous. And it was big and ridiculous. Well, yeah. well see, that's the thing. I not that I have like crazy high expectations for the Fast Nine or any of the Fast films now. Although after Fast Five I kinda did, because that was actually a good film in my opinion. Like ridiculousness aside, it was a good film. Mm-hmm. But this one just, you know, when they went too far, <laughs> this was it. We were just messing around and you had to go too far. <laughs> Wait, Tyrese and Ludacris went to space. Oh, for flip's sake. Um, in a car. In a freaking car with a bunch of scraps. <laughs> you're gonna say that next <laughs> no nah, we're too in sync man i was gonna say that it was on the tip of my tongue <laughs> <laughs> tony stark built this in a cave with a box of scraps <laughs> i'm weak uh, I was actually going to say that next. That's hilarious. No, that's <laughs> it was set up so nicely. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, yeah, it was. It was. It, it, they took the piss with that. I mean, I, we've discussed it at length in the previous episode, but yeah, just needed to. It just needed ridiculous. to remind us of that. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. But we're still going to go and watch the next one. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know how it goes, man. The same rule runs for this. So it, the rule is for this and the Transformers uh, franchise. Uh-uh. I don't do Transformers. Oh, have you tapped out? Oh, I tapped out in 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 two, bro. Oh right, I've been out for time. You're not gonna bring me back in. You've tapped out the Transformers franchise. Interesting. Every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. No, I'm done. You see, I I was so close, but. Something pulled me back, and what that was, was the Bumblebee movie. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Now, that kind of, if you watch that film, it kind of counts as a bit of a reboot. There's a, a lot of elements of that. Like, it completely redoes how Bumblebee got to Earth. So, have you, have you seen any ones um, since that one? Well, that's the, that's, that's the last one. Oh. That anything Transformers related. And that pulled me back in. And it has um, Hayley Stanfield. She was really good in it. 
So okay. I liked her and Bumblebee's relationship a lot. So mm. it's a good film. I promise you will not. If you watch that film and you hate it, I completely take the blame. But it was really good. It was really good. All right, cool. Those are high stakes, man. Those are high stakes. I will watch this film. Overall, it's been an interesting year in film. It's been the first year where the streaming. So, you know, the whole thing where films released in the cinema and on streaming platforms almost on the same day at times, like it was for the latest Matrix film. It's been an interesting year. Um, it's been a good year. It's been a very busy year. For real. By the way, have you seen that the Matrix film, the latest one? No, but I heard it's a lot of fan service in it. Yeah, I've seen it. I guess, I'd, okay, I won't discuss it at length because I don't know. Do you, you intend to see it, right? If you told me something that was a spoiler, I wouldn't mind too much. So if you want to put a spoiler <sighs> word in, go ahead, bro. Mm, you know, I'll leave it. I'll leave it for now. I think it would fall into my bad expectations one, as in I expected... I probably might as well talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, I expected good things from it, and it wasn't amazing. I had to watch it tw- twice. The first time, I just straight out didn't like it. I was like, oh, this is terrible. Second time I watched it, I appreciated it a bit more. Wasn't Still wasn't a great film, but it was okay. It was okay. Mm. But then all it reminded me of was the fact that there hasn't actually been a really good Matrix film since the first one. <laughs> so... Yeah, it just reminded me of that. What was I really expecting in the end? So yeah, but we'll we'll talk about it more when you've seen it for sure, for sure. Cool, cool. But yeah, it's been an interesting year for film. What about TV? TV this year has all about been about all about one show. Yeah. You're not. Well, does that spook you out? No, it's just, I've heard that song so many times, and now I've got a new song in my head. And I want to put a new song in my head again, and it's just, yeah, yeah that song was just played out, man. <laughs> the song I've got in my head is that one that's going all over the place. You want a bamba? Ah, want a bamba? You want a chew with the big boys? Now I've got. There's this guy I follow on TikTok. All he does is sing that song and does ridiculous things, like stands on egg crates and falls over. He just, <laughs> but he has helped me know the words to that song. Just that one line. Now he's singing in Korean. My man. Well, Squid Game was one of those shows where it was insanely hyped up and, in my opinion, lived up to the hype for sure. Mm. My kind of show, for real. Unfortunately, there was a show called Alice in Borderland after which was sort of given the same expectations and it, I didn't dig it, man. <laughs> I'm I sorry. I prefer that compared to Squid Game. Holy moly. Yeah. Okay, we disagree on this big time. I didn't, uh, like, I didn't like Alice in Borderland. I don't know if it was because I was coming fresh off Squid Game. You watched it in the opposite way of me. I watched um, Alice in Borderland first, and then when everyone started talking about Squid Game, I was like, oh, okay. Really? Yeah, yeah. And cause... you preferred Alice in Borderland? I thought it was... I like it. It was very different. I know Squid Game was very different too, but it was... I don't know. I like the supernaturalness of it um, in Alice in Borderland. Uh, I think that's what threw me off then. I liked, you know, I kind of did, I was enjoying Alice in Borderland up until um, that Wolf episode. It lost me on that one. Oh, yeah, that, that, that Wolf game. That almost lost me too, but I stuck it through. 
Yeah, lost me, but I, I enjoyed that first game so much where they had to guess the doors and they had to work things out. I was like, this is intense, man. Mm-hmm. And I was really into it. And then, yeah, that Wolf game lost me. But I, I hear you. It, you're not the only one I've heard who prefers Allens and Borderlands over Squid Game. So, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Um, I watched another TV show. I actually got into Insecure this year. I'm only on Same. season two. I'm Same. Season two, but... <laughs> Oh, I'm on um, season three, bro. Oh, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, I I kind of see the hype. I see the hype. I'm a big fan of Issa already. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. apparently season five is the final season, which is, well, it's finished now. It's completely finished. So looking forward to that. I'm, I'm lucky in a sense that spoilers don't really mean anything to me right now. So, yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. Mm. Um, do you remember Invincible? Yes, 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 yes. Invincible, another very hyped up show, and it lived up to it. Big time, big time. And that that scene that became a meme. <laughs> think, Mark. Think. <laughs> You're fighting so you can watch everyone here die. Think, Mark. Man, what's his name? Simmons, J.K. Simmons is just amazing. <laughs> Uh, so I want to just bring up one more meme about that one scene. I just remembered it. It was like, what will you have after all that has happened? You, Dad. I'll still have you. And then someone dumped over Jay Jonah, like, running, um, flying away, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. yeah, the guy, the guy crying. The yeah, the guy oh, crying. Jeez. No. Yeah, really good show. Invincible, I enjoyed that big time. The animation big style, uh, the story. It was written by the guy who does um, Walking Dead. Yep, yep. Robert so, Kirkman. Yeah, Robert Kirkman. So, yeah, man. They, I know they're rushing into doing the season two. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they don't compromise speed for quality. Bro, they uh, can't because I've read some of what happens. And I'm like, gosh, we're not ready mm-hmm. for it. We're not and the ready way- for it. And the way it ended, the way it ended leaves so much room for um, a season two. Yeah. Like, I where did Omni-Man go is the big question. So, mm-hmm. And what's coming? What's what's next to come? But you know what? One thing, I always get onto Peter Parker, you know, Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker for being beaten to bits in Spider-Man <laughs> 1. <laughs> but boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Did Mark get beaten to bits in Invincible? Like, you know, one bit I still um, don't get. It's the bit where his dad was watching as he got absolutely destroyed by that lion-looking dude. Oh yeah, he got destroyed by him, man. And he was like, "Let him learn." What did you learn? What did yeah. you learn? <laughs> well, that bit, I was like, uh, I was getting annoyed at how much he was going getting beaten up. I don't know, man. I know it's part of the story; it contributed, but yeah. I mean. <laughs> The most ironic superhero name you can get over there. Oh, yeah. Invincible. And I I think, yeah, we talked about it in the previous episode, but mm-hmm. I just love the detail where the title got more bloody yeah, as the yeah. episodes went on. So, yeah, I liked it, man. Invincible was a good shout for sure. Mm. A lesser-known show called Made. I watched Made this year. It was on Netflix um, about a single mum trying to navigate through, you know, um, a life of poverty and trying to provide for a daughter, and it was really good, man. It was really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. 
it's really emotional though it's quite a heavy one to watch but yeah it's really cool i enjoyed it a lot definitely recommend it Mm, I remember you told me about that. You told me a few times, I think. I have to mm. actually put make a point to put it on my list and watch it. It's a heavy watch, man. It's a, it does take a toll on you a bit emotionally. It does but... look like one, yeah. Mm. Um, there were two that I wanted to talk about with you on here, but I don't know if you've watched them yet. Um, I don't know if you. No, even if they, I don't even know if they came out this year, but I feel like I watched them this year. Can go I for it. You can you can recommend it if anything. Um, one was um, uh, what was it called? Behind her eyes, yes, yes, I did watch Behind Her Eyes. Hey, yes, what, did, yes. what, what did you think? What did you think? Everyone talks about that ending where it was the guy all along. Yeah, man. Jeez, that was that, that was, was spooky. Dark. <laughs> I do, I do think it was a few patient pacing issues. There were, um, there were, but it paid off in the end. It was a big, big payoff, and mm. I can't imagine what it feels like to be trapped behind. It's, it had Get Out vibes to me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Big time Get Out vibes. Mm. Yeah, that's I what I liked that. about it. Was that this year? It Yeah, it was this year. I just looked it up. Yeah, it came Man, out in February. It's been a long year. Bro, it's been, been a, a long, long year. You're right. That's one of the ones where, in my mind, it has 2020 vibes about it. But no, you're right. It's this year. Okay. Mm. Yeah, uh, the other one came out in 2020. But I still want to. I watched it. I think I watched it this year. Or maybe I watched it this year. And I just want to mention anyway. I may destroy you. I don't know if you watched that either. Oh yeah, I watched that as well. Yeah, I may destroy yeah, you. Michaela, Michaela Cole, and yep. yeah, that got really good reviews. And yeah, it was great. Got a lot of recognition great. as well for dealing with topics that haven't been dealt with on the screen before in that fashion. So yeah, mm. yeah I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty interesting concepts and everything about it was well put together mm. so yeah uh those are the only two i can think of off the top of my head right now i'm pretty sure i've seen like the reoccurring ones but those are my reoccurrings mm. you know what there's so much I, I say this a lot but there's so much to watch out there tv shows and films we still got a lot to watch even for the award season that's coming up I'm going to do the homework i just <sighs> okay I, I have watched a few actually i watched um so today, just today, I watched Be in the Ricardos with Javier Bardem and Nicole Kidman. And that was a really okay. good film. It was really good. Oh. I can see why there's a bit of um, award buzz around that. I need to watch a lot more, though. Like Tick, Tick, Boom, that needs to get watched. Yep, yep. With uh, Andrew Garfield, because I keep hearing this is Oscar material. West Side Story, have you watched it? I haven't, but... Um, it's very hard to get me into musical films. Is it? It kind of is, yeah. Man, my sister watched that and she can't stop gushing about that film. Like she said, it's a masterpiece. So I need to watch that. Uh, okay, um, I've heard good things about it though. Yeah, there's there's a lot to watch, man. We even us, we can't watch everything, man. There's just not enough. There are not enough hours in a day, but nah, if you pay me to do, oh yeah, if it was heck, if I was, even if I was paid to, do, I still wouldn't have the time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a dream, though. That would be a dream Ooh, to get paid. I, I just remembered one TV show. Sorry, um, go for it, go for it. Clickbait. Did you watch that? I haven't, but I've heard a lot of hype about it. Now. Okay, you know what? Okay. You've reminded me. I need I've to talked, watch that. I've talked about it in previous episodes, but I'm just gonna say you need to check that out. Definitely, still. I will. I actually will. That was a show. You, you that... reminded me. Yeah, that was a show I just, I didn't know much about it. I was just like, I'll go along with it because some people have told me it's good. 
and it's definitely good. It's definitely good. Cool, so, yeah. cool. Definitely I'll check good. that out. I will check that out. But yeah, man, it's been a, an amazing year. Film and TV content, and personally, because I've been working from home a lot, I've been able to put a bit more time into watching things, especially as um, it's just been that year, hasn't it? A lot of things have been released for home television, a home streaming platform. So Yeah, this has been the year of streaming, I think. The year of streaming, 100%. The first year that streaming has actually, in some places, been a substitute for um, films coming out. Mm-hmm. But above all, we launched a lockdown pod this year, the Lockdown Yard podcast this year. Jeez, I keep getting the title wrong. Yo, I what mean, did we launch? <laughs> what did we launch? What did we learn? What did we learn? What did we learn? <laughs> but personally, I guess Charles, you agree with this, but just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's even listened to it for a minute, just taking the, your time out of the day, of your busy day, and just press play or at least just read about it and just engage with us, really. It's yeah, much appreciated. Much um, appreciated. On More every to come platform, for sure. mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok, emails even. We've actually gotten a few emails too. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, I need few. to check that out. I need to check that out. But yeah, thank you very much. And thank you for listening. Hope you get renewed for season two. Indeed. Hope to bring a, a bit more different content out next year. Video mm-hmm. content, hopefully. But um, yeah, man. Thank you all for engaging with us for getting used to our voices and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's All been right. a great year. And until next year now, we are out. Happy New Year, people. Happy Bye. New Year.